everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of The Triggered. I'm your host, Zachary Clark, and you all know my co-host, Adam. Big box of wine for me. Adam, how are you doing tonight? Doing good. Still adjusting to, uh, got a new puppy, so... Still adjusting to all the, the getting him into the mix, the routine that we have here. So, let me see. Very troubling to get a puppy dog, especially when we're coming to you live from the International Bridge in Del Rio, Texas. Oh no. We got quite the migrant situation right here around us. <laughs> we'll get into that. Okay. What is your dog's name? His name's Arthur. What kind of dog is he? He's a Labrador. A Labrador? Yes. Are you going to teach him to retrieve things as Labradors are known to do? No. Are you going to teach him not to bite people? Nope. Okay, excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I don't believe in training dogs. dogs uh, frankly, dogs it's... Don't, <laughs> dogs don't bite. It's the part... only dogs that bite are the ones that have their owners and their owners bite. And their owners are bad. Yeah, there's no such I'm thing. I'm not bad. It's bad Therefore, dogs. my dog won't be bad. As oh. a natural extension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See? There's all these people trying to exercise this flawed Christian notion of dominion. And so they afflict all of our nature's brethren with their plague civilization they try to manipulate a dog's natural behaviors and inclinations by training them into unnatural courses frankly it's absurd instead all these dogs should just be euthanized <laughs> thank you for coming to my TED talk <laughs> oh Outrageous. It's humane to euthanize the dogs. If you didn't get that. I don't want to put, put too fine a point on this. But yeah, that's what those, those people, PETA people stand for. <laughs> yeah, those those people uh, <laughs> those people would also advocate for the the euthanized, uh, euthanizing of humans as well. So. Well, as I, mean, in, like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not like regular humans. But like mean, unborn ones. Oh, yeah, and the and the unvaccinated. Oh well, I don't know. Those people just get more; they're deserving. We'll get into that too. <laughs> but first, we have something new from the <gasps> Scatter Radio. Scatter. <laughs> Uh, 16th in Ohio. Subjects breaking into vehicles. QPD en route. And this got me thinking, is there anything worth stealing in a vehicle these days? Yes. What are you breaking into a car for? Well, what I don't know what I'll break it into. I know that, uh, I don't know, I don't remember if I said this or not here, but, uh, back in April, every, <laughs> quite a bit of trucks around town got hit with, uh, the catalytic converters, the guy came by and sawed them off in the, the trucks. Oh, yeah. I mean, I get that because of the copper or whatever. You got a meth addict habit to feed. You, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. But, like, breaking into a car. Used to be you'd have, like, a book of CDs, but you probably can't fence those for more than a penny a piece nowadays. Yeah. Now if you just break into my car, bomb sets go off. So <laughs> jokes on you. The what goes off? Bombs. <laughs> <laughs> it blew off half my house, but worth it to show that creep. <laughs> yeah. You're not showing just that creep, you're showing everyone else. 
Yeah. Yeah, I guess you would be showing him something. Oh my gosh, that guy's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no more burglars that be snooping around here. Uh, how many burglars have been snooping around? Well, I mean, at least one. That's why I got set up. <laughs> All it takes is a couple of uh, burglars setting off car bombs to make the rest of those burglars a little wary about breaking into the next car. I like your plan. I like your plan. <laughs> I feel like that's like an ins a full co fully covered insurance claim at that point, too, though. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> so, uh, how, did you, how was your car destroyed? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to need something to claim here. <laughs> Alright, sir, just tell me the There's someone trying to break in. Oh, so it was the damage caused by the break in? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that you know that you know that security system you give me a discount for every month? Oh yes, sir. <laughs> the ultra high violence <laughs> security system. So yeah, I get a discount of twelve dollars and twelve cents each each month and that's uh that's what this was. The security system. Oh, the security system caused the damage, not the burglar? Hold on, sir. Uh, turns out that that's just a bomb, and we're not going to cover that. <laughs> Shucks. Yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, what's your address again? <laughs> You're breaking up. Yeah, yeah, goodbye. <laughs> No, I don't know. Uh, like, cars were different. Like, it used to be also with, like, radios and stuff. You could easily pop those out and take them. But, like, now you can't even change a freaking headlight in a car easily anymore uh, without, like, disassembling the front end. So I don't know what you could do breaking in and stealing anything of the car. Yeah, boggles my mind, but apparently some guys are still making a business out of it. Oh, QFD. Quincy Fire Department responded to check on smoke from steaks on a barbecue <laughs> grill. <laughs> this sounds like the fire department just got invited to a barbecue, but they were on the clock. I know, right? <laughs> They're like... Hey, uh, I got a fire to report. Uh, it's in my backyard. Could you send the boys over to check it out? I, uh, I'm picking up what you throw down. Hey, this is a this is a five alarm. Send everybody over to Bob's. I mean, the fire location. <laughs> yeah, that or I don't know. Maybe it's a domestic dispute. He's like, oh. <laughs> Jim burned the steaks again. I'll show him. It was the fire department, though. That would have been the police. This is clearly saying that there's some sort of fire afoot. But clearly, yeah, you call the you call the fire department. Um, oh, you're saying it's a criminal offense to burn the stakes? No, I'm. If there was a domestic associated with it, no, I'm saying I'm saying there's speak. just an argument between a husband and a wife who burned the stakes, and they called the fire department <laughs> to troll them. Now, doesn't track. The yeah. only thing this could be is a conspiracy <laughs> to get the firefighters over to Bob's house to have steaks on the grill while on the clock. The city paid for this barbecue. Thank you very much. Anyway, unless anybody else out there has any other ideas, but I just don't think that that's possible that there could be any. <laughs> hey, what was your address again? <laughs> I'm sorry, you're breaking up. <laughs> breaking news! Breaking news! Had a sad, a sad. <laughs> Sad news. Norm MacDonald died after a long and private battle with cancer. The influential comedian and former SNL Weekend Update anchor was 61 years young. 
R.I.P. Norm. You lovable bastard. Uh, sort of, uh, I don't know, because he was going through an Andy Kaufman-esque phase there, and Andy Kaufman also died of cancer. However, when Andy Kaufman announced that he was dying of cancer, no one believed him because he was fond of uh, prank jokes. Outright lying. Yeah. So, so everyone's just like, this is another one of Andy Kaufman's silly tricks. Don't fall for it, you dupes. But he really died. Norm didn't tell anybody. This was a top secret thing. Not even friends and family. But that was the sad news for the week. Poor Norm. Poor Norm. But I did get the pleasure of, because of this, uh, having everybody repost excellent Norm joke compilations. And I gotta run through all those again. <laughs> he was brilliant. <laughs> I remember I remember uh, he was on the Fairly Odd Parents as like a skeezy genie. Yeah character was great oh, he's the best was the best Rip. is is let's see what's here oh boop 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 Adam boop 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 Adam breaking news breaking news <laughs> boop 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 a large, a large Florida landlord announces that he will begin requiring all new and existing tenants to provide proof of COVID vaccination, saying, "You don't, you don't want to get vaccinated. You have to move, and if you don't, we will evict you." It's great. Occupy Democrat says of the common man being evicted for not being vaccinated. Our retweet if you support the landlord's move. Hey, isn't this supposed to be the party of the common man, the Democrats? I think they lost. I think they lost that like five years ago. It seems like they might have lost their way. Maybe even more, but I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I, oh, uh, I thought you had hey, some you, commentary on this. I, I did. It's like uh, you know. Oh, you. you, you <laughs> it's like get get out of my building, you you poor and you you sick person, and I don't know. You're evicted or threatened with eviction. You're gonna be homeless. You got nothing left to lose. It's hard to evict. So uh, it's hard for a dead landlord to evict the tenant. <laughs> You would murder the landlord? I wouldn't. I wouldn't murder the landlord. Murder's wrong. I would defend my, my possessory interests. <laughs> With <laughs> lethal force, yes, yes, yes. the thing, if it was to force me. Hey, if you're a Democrat who supports vaccination mandates that keep Americans from dying needlessly and are looking for the latest breaking news, please retweet and follow this account to be immediately notified when we tweet. If you're a Democrat who supports vaccination mandates that keep Americans from dying needlessly, you should support <laughs> evicting people that aren't vaccinated with COVID from their homes in the middle of a pandemic that we think is so vile and... <laughs> In all encompassing and deadly. Yeah, it's then, a weird thing too because that's the party that wanted the eviction moratorium. Yeah, I was just gonna stay, say that. Like, in staying force, yeah. It's so, like, well, we can't risk kicking these people out in the middle of a pandemic unless they're filthy anti-vaxxers. Unless they're the unvaxxed, those dirty, oh, the dirty subhumans, subhuman unvaxxed. Ooh, I don't even want to think about them. They're the writhing mass of them. Ugh, Are they even disease. human? Frankly, I, <laughs> they lost their humanity when they said no to Uncle Joe. <laughs> All he wants to do is provide you with chocolate chocolate chip ice cream. Ah, yeah. Come get this ice cream, Jack. Free scoops to anybody who's got the vax. And all you who don't get the vax, 
<laughs> well, we're just going to execute you, I guess, because what else are you good for, you filthy subhumans? Yeah, don't go out, don't go out driving for your, you know, nonprofit organization and come home greeted by your family. Yeah, we'll get you. <sighs> hey, Fred's got a good point. You can't follow a stay-at-home order if you have no home. So maybe this is just like <laughs> it's the, the next move of the ultra-libertarians. Gotcha! Freedom Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. And nothing. Love is everybody and me! <laughs> I, I did hear that there's this weird... I don't know, because it wasn't prominent in the news. I just heard some scuttlebutt that like some big cities were prosecuting homeless people for violating the stay-at-home orders. <laughs> back, back when they were all over the place. Yeah, that's a good way to, it's a good way to get stabbed. Yeah, it's like, what? <laughs> hey, you buddy! Hey, hey, nobody's allowed on the street! I yeah, live here. send a social worker over to give him a ticket or whatever. The streets are Give him counseling house. after the defund the police. Takes that social worker's head clean off. There was a, going to be a uh, a ballot initiative to repeal the police force in Minneapolis and replace it with the public safety force. It's just a rebrand. I don't know what the point is, frankly. Yeah, now they've got like pink uniforms or whatever. It, listen, it's it's just it's not the police. It's the public safety force. All right, the public safety force is a group. Of mostly not, men, let's say. They don't have a badge, they have a smiley face. <laughs> they have a smiley face sticker that they wear, and it really makes it easier for everybody when they pull their guns out and shoot you. <laughs> Wait, so they're still, yeah, yeah, they still have guns. There's still violent crime in the city that's got to be addressed, so the public safety force has to be equipped to deal with it. They'll have special training on how to hug the offenders close to their body after they <laughs> shot them dead in the streets. And the hugging is, while they're being hugged, they will, they will quickly and discreetly <laughs> drop, a, drop a gun with a child off serial number right next to the assailant. That way I mean, you, you know that they were a bad the guy. The shooter! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and, oh, and, and slip a bag of crack cocaine. In, into their front pocket. <laughs> they were hopped up crack addict firing off a gun randomly. Clearly, they were the big base. This is the new safety force. Hey, but I'm you like know... <laughs> I mean, I don't, but like... Yeah. So, those Democrats... Hey are so into fighting this this pandemic man so into it that they're doing pulling out all the stops putting in probably illegal mandates that people get experimental uh, not only experimental I guess one of them was approved by the FDA after six months or whatever <laughs> <laughs> That obviously they wouldn't do anything that would hamper treating and fighting this disease and preventing people from dying, like, you know, uh, withholding special antibody treatments from Republican states, almost as a punishment for their policies. Wouldn't happen, would it, Adam? The supply of mono... <laughs> Colonial antibody treatment to Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, and Texas, and other southern states has been restricted by the Biden administration with no real explanation besides equity. Ah, yes, these... Uh, Adam, I don't understand. Do they not want to fight? Is this, is this not about the disease? This is not. It has not been about the disease. Oh, wow. it's not about the disease. I thought it was all about the disease until you were evicting people that are more susceptible to the disease and cheering them and denying uh, effective treatments to people who are infected with the disease. Huh. Maybe they should just drop the act. 
It's it. They're just trying to give you shots for some reason and forcing you to acquiesce to their demands. Is it some yeah. sort of totalitarian autocracy? Yeah, cover your face. They don't want you. They don't want to see your face. <laughs> Further abuses on that long train. That train's getting a bit too long. Methinks. I need to get my. Uh, I need to get my appeal to heaven flag. Yeah. I mean, I start start shopping tri corners. <laughs> yes. Oh, maybe I should do that. <sighs> like, oh my gosh, what a weirdo! You're wearing this like you never know. You know, never heard of the shopper around the world. Yeah, on my tri corner, I'll have my American flag wrapped around the middle part there. Oh man, I'm ready. Come and take me now, Jesus. Just let him have to see what this world rots in the next five years. <laughs> uh, for example, there was a hearing in the United States Senate, and the Secretary of State made a rare appearance. And good old Senator Rand Paul just had some questions for him. Ah, so we'll just give it a listen because I got the video pulled up here. And it's only about a minute long. The money. If they behave, you're going to give them the money. Why don't we subtract the 80 billion from the 10 billion you're going to give them? Then they're minus 70 still. It's I mean, about really, the fact the that you're entertaining good behavior dollars. that they'll get more money, I think is a big mistake and a naive notion that we're going to somehow change this Stone Age philosophy by giving them more of our money. We've sunk trillions of dollars over this. Our chance to have a peace dividend. Let's quit sending good money after bad. The guy the Biden administration droned, was he an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative? Uh, the administration is, of course, reviewing that, uh, that strike, uh, and I'm sure that a you know, full assessment will be, will be forthcoming. So you don't know if it was an aid worker or an ISIS-K operative? Uh, I can't speak to that, and I can't speak to that in this setting in any event. So you don't know or won't tell us? Uh, I don't. I don't know because we're, we're reviewing it. Well, see, you'd think you'd kind of know before you off somebody with a predator drone, whether he's an aid worker or he's an ISIS K. See, the thing is, is this isn't just you. It's been going on for administration after administration. The Obama administration droned hundreds and hundreds of people, and the thing is, is there is blowback to that. I mean, I don't know if it's true, but I see these pictures of these beautiful children that were killed in the attack. If that's true and not propaganda, if that's true, guess what? Maybe you created hundreds or thousands of new potential terrorists from bombing the wrong people. So you gotta know who you, we can't sort of have an investigation after we kill people. We have an investigation before we. Yes, we should probably have an investigation before we kill people with drones. And instead of yeah. murdering an aid worker and his beautiful children. Yeah, he will, well the thing <laughs> is, is they didn't, <laughs> The thing is, they didn't know who it was, they didn't have the reasonable certainty, and they decided that they would just drone strike. I mean, I don't know. Or did they just decide to drone some rando and then get these ISIS game? Good that enough! Is. I don't even know. <laughs> Choco chocolate chip! Oh, are those kids running out to the car? I said fire! Oh. You know those terrorists that Rand was talking about being radicalized by this event? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, Joe, make sure you get me on my way to work with the drone so that you don't murder my child. Unlike that gentleman that you killed in, in Kabul, you murderer. <laughs> Can you believe that the Biden administration did this? Well, since he murdered a bunch of children, then yes, I do yeah. believe that a murderer would also do this thing. Yeah, 100%. I've got, I've got no expectation of any humanity left out of uh, the current president and his administration. Oh. Child-murdering bastards, all of them, as far as I'm concerned. Fred asks, uh, was that 123 Cobble Street or 321 Cobble Street? I get the numbers oh, confused. No. 
Yeah, just about. <laughs> Sounds like Secretary of State of the entire country said, well, we just have no idea if they really were an ISIS agent or not. It's a great line of questioning by uh, Senator Paul because you know he knew the kind of that wishy-washy non-answers he would give. Yeah, he's been on a roll he, putting the fire and so he got lately. Like, I can't speak to this. Oh, so you don't know? <laughs> you either can't tell us or you don't know. It's like, no, I just don't know. I'm only the Secretary of State of the country. Why would I know? Because <laughs> well, if he said if he said that we can't <laughs> tell you, that implies that he, they already that they did know. Yeah. And that they did the strike anyways. They thought that so you knew. got least, Adam, they, it was yeah. it was an honest you got, mistake. You got the two different you got two different like culpabilities, and it's either like complete it's like reckless disregard or intentional, you know. And so it's like oh, we just didn't know. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm radicalized. Time for me to travel to to a camp in the Middle East to get some training. <laughs> so have you... Uh, with, your, with your stupid bandana. You're, you're, you're a Muslim, right? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. I'm a Christian, but I need to learn some skills. That's why I'm here. I don't know if we can accept you into ISIS K training camp Delta. I'm like, listen, listen, listen. Hey, uh, <laughs> let that? me. I mean, help me. Help me. Over this. Oh, I want them to come. I want them to knock on the door. Are you okay, oh. sir? Please Be like take a me Ruby away. Ridge, Ruby Ridge situation. But kill your dogs and then kill everyone else in your family and then force well, you to surrender. If they kill the dogs, I'm on board with this. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's my old... I guess that's my new strat. Ah, oh, finally those damn dogs are out of my way. <laughs> I'm making lament the terrible government. Oh, I can't believe they killed my beloved pooches. Ah, <laughs> oh, freedom. <laughs> he's gone mad. We killed his dogs and he just cackled. <laughs> oh, sad. All oh, those poor pups. I wouldn't want them to get gunned down. Not with my hand. Right. <laughs> In my tribe. <laughs> oh. Hey! In other news, oh, fabulous uh, foreign uh, affairs intrigue. The Biden administration announces a joint deal with the United Kingdom and Australia on advanced defense tech sharing, including nuclear submarines to Australia. Ooh. Are we seeing a rise of the Anglosphere? I don't know. That's what I thought. It was very strange. Or is it the last chugging along of (laughs) before? Well, we didn't include Canada or India. Or, well, I wouldn't include India. More like the Commonwealth. Because they're not Anglos. They were part of the the Commonwealth. Well, if you're doing Commonwealth, you'd also include uh, New Zealand and. Well, New Zealand would be the thing as well. No, South Africa was Dutch. Hong Kong. Hong Kong isn't Anglo either. It's full of Chinamen. No, but I'm saying if you're going to include the Commonwealth, you've got a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You've got, like, you know. 75% 75% of Africa. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> lots of, lots of fall, Commonwealth countries left islands. out. Nigeria needs to be drug in here. I'm into it. But they weren't. Australia uh, and... And plus, if you were to go that far, you'd, you'd unite them under the banner of Rome or Byzantium. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I don't know. <laughs> we are Rome. Yes, I don't know. Uh, France felt left out, though. They withdrew their ambassadors from Australia and the United States for, like, half a day. <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah, they said I'm back. Dumb. Dumb. Yeah. It was just silly. 
that is done for just a half a day. Yeah, they, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just see stuff on the internet. It's gotta be true, right? I think to myself, but I don't know. It's probably I saw they their ambassadors. I just didn't know it was like some dumb and obvious political star. Yeah, I don't know. It, it was obviously a dumb political stunt. Oh, very strange. Figured it might be a little bit larger of a stunt than just like. Of course, right, they feel left out. You know, they're like one of the main uh, NATO countries, but they're just like, nah, friend, ain't you? Yeah, they're part of the triple on times, right? Or get, wait, get this you, different time. Get your own dang nuclear submarines. We gotta deal with the Aussies, who are currently creating authoritarian medical tyranny in their own country. Yeah. We're giving the the authoritarians in Australia nuclear subs? That seems dangerous. I don't know. And are they going to be like nuclear subs with like bombs? Or just like nuclear power? Nuclear reactor. Yeah, nuclear power. I would... Seen, like what? That's not scary. Diesel subs. Like the yeah. scary thing about nuclear subs is that they are first strike weapons. You can park them like right off the coast of you know Beijing and then launch uh, tomahawk missiles armed with thermonuclear warheads. Now we're talking. And they can't react in time before the, before the mushroom clouds erupt over the city or whatever. MacArthur returns. He wasn't going to use them. He just could have wanted that option. I thought he had targets planned. I thought he had, like, this is what we need to do. This he, is where we need to start. There were targets, and he had a plan, and, uh, but, uh, I can't remember exactly. I looked it up the other day. He wasn't going to use them or didn't have a plan to imminently use them, but wanted to have. It in the toolbox. And just having it in the toolbox and letting the Chinese know that it's in the toolbox is something that could, you know, turn tight of the word. So, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not some brilliant general. I'm just a drunk idiot talking on the internet. All you need is the corncob pipe and then you'll, uh... <laughs> and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. <laughs> I went with. I was trying to like <laughs> get you to MacArthur, yeah. and then you just went frosty. <laughs> I don't know. Well, general. You frosty as Korean War general. <laughs> Happy birthday! <laughs> uh, I miss those shows. Do they even show them at Christmas time anymore? We'll get into that in a couple months. Too offensive. Ah. In other news, there is a surging uh, border situation occurring down at the International Bridge in Del Rio, Texas. Tens of thousands of migrants are gathering, and I believe they're gathering on the Mexico side of the bridge, under the bridge, and they're going to try to cross into the United States, into Texas there. Fox News was flying a drone over and taking some of these photographs of the migrants and uh, their dire situation there. They don't have any supplies or facilities. It's just a mass of humanity in desperation crossing the savage land of Mexico. Not a place of civilization where they could claim asylum. No, no siree. Not in Mexico where they'll just as soon carve open your skull for a breakfast cereal bowl as provide you with sanctuary. Not in Mexico. The the third world hellhole that they'll only feed you half-eaten horse feces as your only rations if you're sheltered there. Mexico that couldn't provide asylum to a kitty cat. So they're sitting there. We're like, trying to get to the land of milk and honey across the Rio Grande. There are like premier vacation resorts 
home throughout Mexico. Mexico, where they'll just as soon slit your throat as provide you a bite to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, while the uh, Fox News drone was actually grounded, the FAA declared that it was too dangerous uh, to fly their drone over the area to continue to cover the event. And uh, this was uh, what we we received from Bill Malugan. New. We've learned that the FAA just implemented a two-week temporary flight restriction over the International Bridge in Del Rio, Texas, meaning we can no longer fly our Fox drone over it to show images of the thousands of migrants. FAA says special security reasons. <laughs> That's awfully suspicious. Man, these guys are giving us really bad press. We need to find a way to slow down their story. What can we do? Ah, let's... <laughs> let's enlist a nominally nonpartisan federal agency as a tool against our political enemies and ground their journalistic drones. What? No. Ah. <laughs> hey, Adam. It is This is this is great precedent. It is Zach. Eight, 8 months into the Biden administration. This is great precedent. Because then when when my guy gets into power, he can do this and more. <laughs> I'm so blackpilled right now, you've got no idea. If it's not the drone striking innocent aid workers in Afghanistan, it's going to be this kind of stuff that radicalizes me. How? How is this possible? They've been covering the border nonstop for almost seven months now. They use a drone constantly, and it's never been an issue. They've reached out to the FAA to ask for clarification on why this order was implemented. They haven't heard back yet. Update statement. The Border Patrol requested the temporary flight restriction due to drones interfering with law enforcement flights on the border. As with any temporary flight restriction, media is able to call the FAA to make requests to operate in the area. If you ask the FAA for permission, they might grant you the ability to conduct your journalism. Yes. Well, you can do journalism without a journal. Six to eight weeks, we'll reply to anything. That's what I said. I said that these guys should be down there anyway. They need to get a car over there and a guy and a camera, and I don't care if they're so hell-bent on it. Quit bellyaching to me what on if, Twitter. Why do, you know what? I, where is this in Mexico, or is this in Texas? I think why not it, uh, fly into Mexico, and then, like, <laughs> is that circle... The, the river? Is that the Rio Grande? this is the restricted area. How can you restrict into another country? I don't know how any of this works. No. Fake. Can't do that. Yeah, go into Ciudad Acuna. <laughs> what? Go into Ciudad Acuna and then have your Mexican affiliated station run their drones. Yeah. And then have the Mexican police just go out there and shoot them. Because, as we've covered just in this episode, because this is why these asylum seekers can't apply for asylum in Mexico, they just as soon cave your head in with a tortoise shell. What is with you? provide you with a blanket and a place to sleep. <laughs> Make it sound like Mexico is inhospitable. I don't know. That's just the impression I get because apparently it's not the kind of place where (laughs) or anybody who might be seeking asylum from their country of origin and who have traveled thousands of miles through couldn't have at any point along that way stopped and asked the Mexican authorities to provide them with help and asylum. Mexico. They don't want a place where asylum cannot be had. Because they, they don't just want to stay in Mexico. Break your legs, Kathy Bates style, and say, I can't believe you're making me do this to you, you filthy migrants. No, they want to come to the United States. Why would they stop in Mexico? I don't get what you're I don't know, understand what you're getting at. Why are they what is their 
What is their rationale for being able to migrate to the United States? It's like persecution, I think, is what they usually they ask for amnesty, right? Yeah, yeah. They they say they're persecuted and they're asking for asylum. Yeah. All right. Why do they gotta walk all the way to the United States to ask for asylum? Why couldn't they ask for asylum in Mexico? Because. They'd just as soon flay you alive and wear your flesh on their on their bodies like some sort of skin suit as to protect you from your persecution back at home in Guatemala or Honduras. Oh, so you're saying that if you are you're seeking asylum, you don't have to travel halfway across the hemisphere. To get to that asylum, you just go to the country that's next door. Yeah, the closest safe haven. I believe it's actually even in the laws and treaties. So that and if, if it's the closest safe haven, you okay? I'm I'm following. So if it's not a safe, so you're saying that if the closest safe haven is the United States, then that means that the countries in between country of origin and the United States are not safe. Correct. So if you have to travel. From, uh, you know, Panama up through all of Central America, including Mexico, to get to a safe haven because all of those places are places that would just as soon cut off your nose and wear it on their head as an ornament than to provide you safe asylum. I see. Hey, didn't... How about someone called it up? <laughs> a couple years ago, someone called all those countries... A name or something. I wonder if that's related. I don't know what you're talking about. Crap hole countries? Oh, no, no. He was... The Donald was just talking about countries that weren't like Western uh, developed countries in general. Not specifically. Oh, that was... That was... Trump, Who Trump, Trump was talking about oh, all all third world countries, so, and I think he was specifically referring to African countries. Uh, what Trump did related to this was actually it began enforcing these international treaties, requiring people to apply for asylum in Mexico, or they wouldn't be granted it when they got here after they walked through that country. Required them to. Uh, stay in Mexico while their petitions were determined. Where would they? Where would they stay if they come to? Like, do they get boarded by? If they come patrol? into America, yeah, they get put in oh. dog kennels, especially oh, the kids. Oh, that's right. They get put in the 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 holding. What is it called now? They're know. not cages anymore. They are like, cages. There were like, like temporary holding facilities. They're, yeah, they're not. Yeah, that's I think that was the Drake temporary. meme. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, I'm following. Tired. Kids in cages. Wired. Kids in temporary holding facilities. <laughs> yes. Yeah. When Biden took over the show, nothing on the border got better, and in fact, everything got a hundred times worse because his. Yeah. Lenient policies encouraged a mass of humanity to try to migrate to the United States. As well as uh, <laughs> C-130s from the Middle East. <laughs> but uh, Fox News found a way. They hitched a ride with some law enforcement helicopters to continue to cover the border crisis. So. <laughs> You can't be stopped by no FAA no. rules. When you've lost, that's that's great. It's a great example of federalism right there. The feds are like, you can't do this. I'm like, the locals are like, oh, screw, screw you guys. Yeah. Hey, we'll let them keep covering it. This is outrageous. Or are you guys going to do something about it? And they're like, never. We're just going to pretend it doesn't exist. And as long as we can keep you from covering it, well, our our FAA did rule didn't work. So how about we just imprison you? Ah, we've already got about 60 January 6th guys in solitary confinement 23 hours a day. Oh, my gosh. As Norm said, ah, these violent rioters that were so outrageous that 
that they respected the velvet robe, <laughs> the velvet ropes at Statuary Hall. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey. What was that, that Senator Paul was talking about? That About how you take an extreme measure like that arbitrarily sometimes and then it can radicalize people? Hundreds, if not thousands? Yeah. But that's okay. There's a lot of stuff going on. I'm sure... uh, I'm sure the Biden administration will address these very pressing issues that uh, have been afflicting the country. These these are desperate times. It's no it's no time for anybody to be taking time off, Adam. We got it. We got to get yeah, this situation worked out. We're on month eight of this administration, and they've got some kinks to work out. Obviously, they're working around the clock to to do it. So we got the yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, drone strike kills seven kids confirmed. Uh, France recalling their ambassador. 10,000 migrants flooding a bridge in Texas. FDA comes out against the Biden booster plans. Oh, I forgot to even mention that. Uh, the FDA said that booster shots, uh, we don't know about those. We don't know about those yet for everybody, maybe for special populations. So no booster no shot. boosters for now. Uh, so I guess we're getting... What? But what are boosters? Uh, Is that like every eight months or whatever you get a new shot? It's like a flu shot, except like for the, every six months you need to get a new one. It's like the, it's gonna be like the giver, where you get your shot every morning. Yeah, I decided I'm never getting another one. <laughs> the that heart inflammation that first time was uh, enough for you. Well, I don't know. I I, I just need it once. I've got I got antibody resistance my immune system knows what to do if it sees the rona that's all i need that's all i need i got i mean it is what it is sometimes they're it's like the flu the those flu shots right we determined that last year the flu shot was only 65 percent effective get yours today hey it's just it's almost exactly the same thing because the whole point is that even if it's not uh, 100%, if you get the flu shot, then you'll have some immune strengthening against the flu should you become infected or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I got the flu shot. And then that, that year, not because of the flu shot, but it was just like that year I got, I almost got like pneumonia after I got the flu. It didn't, it didn't help at all. It no. did. Imagine how bad it would have been if you hadn't had it. If you hadn't had that shot. It was. It was I got. I really. I got an extremely high fever, and oh. I got fluid in my lungs. It was pretty much the same. Imagine how bad it would. You could have. You probably would have died if you hadn't had that flu shot. That. <laughs> if I could be lucky, so lucky to. Be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here we go. Because the Biden administration is going to address all our questions today. We're going to figure out what their plan is to. Oh. Oh, no, no press briefing scheduled for the press secretary. Oh, Biden leaves early for the beach. Oh, for Labor Day week. Oh, wait, that's not, that's it's, not, that's not this just for funsies, I guess. He had a long week. Eating ice cream cones and sniffing folk. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> he had to take a break. Hey, no, <laughs> folk. no need, no need to address these multiple crises. Ah, uh, at least we got people like General Milley and <laughs> General uh, Milley in there to keep things going while Biden's taking a little quick weekend beach vacay. Breaking news! Breaking news, Adam. Two days after the Capitol riot, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Milley, took top-secret action to limit President Donald Trump's ability to order a nuclear strike. A tell-all book now says. Oh. That's interesting. I want to I know more. 
that's very strange. <laughs> that, that sounds illegal. Yeah, highly illegal. <laughs> Wait a second. General Milley told the Chinese counterpart, <laughs> the leading general in China, that he would warn him of a pending attack. General Lee, you and I have known each other for now five years. If we're going to attack, I'm going to call you ahead of time. It's not going to be a surprise. That's that sounds like that sounds like treason. It's like treason. That's a hundred percent treason. Providing aid to the enemy against your own country. In a war scenario. Well, we've got a traitor. Uh, okay, maybe we shouldn't be relying on General Milley. Oh, but, you know, the, uh, the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, right? You know, she's a, a, you know, a statesman woman. A statesperson. <laughs> Long-time diplomat. Thanks, robot. She would not sell us out, obviously. And so having her as the head of the most populous and most powerful branch of government should put us all at ease. Put us all We've at ease. We've always felt connected uh, to China. Uh, but with their uh, military aggression in the South China Sea, oh, yeah, with their continuation... Go of genocide with the Uyghurs oh, yeah. in yeah. the uh, province there, but their violation genocide. of the cultural, linguistic, religious uh, priority of, of, Tibet, of Tibet, uh, with their suppression of democracy, suppression in, of democracy Hong Kong, in Hong Kong, and yeah, other parts of China as well. Uh, they're just getting worse in terms of suppression and yeah, freedom see, of speech. She's going to stand so up for us right here. Militarily, so Human rights, She's going to put security, the to right economically. Here. Having said all of that, and again, I go back and forth to China. I've been there a number of times. Sometimes I'm considered the most unpopular person in China, or sometimes the, the most unpopular, unpopular see, American so she's going to do in it. China, she's up good. which I wear with a badge of honor. Because, yeah, see, she likes, and again, she I have my the relationships there because we've been fighting a long time. The, um, but we have to work together on climate. Climate is an overriding issue. And China is the leading emitter in the world, U.S. too, developed world too. But we must work together. So we have Why to we? have a level of communication. Why? Why would you work together with the world's largest polluter? We have to work together, but... Wouldn't that, be like another, that. wouldn't that be another grievance of why you would need to punish them? We have to work together on climate change, Adam. They're committing literal genocide against the Uyghurs. They're, they're repressing democracy. It's all refugees under the bridge. It's all refugees under the bridge. You heard it here first, folks. Ah, they're committing genocide, but, you know, we got that slide so they can help us out of this climate change stuff. You know, they've been they've been on the cutting edge of helping us reduce greenhouse gas emissions, Adam. She listed... Is Adam. So that's, the first time I've, that's the first time I've heard that. Um, Save me now! So she listed so many different, like, atrocities that they have around, like, their borders, right? With, like, oh. Tibet and Taiwan and Hong Kong and uh, the, the Uyghurs. And I just... <laughs> it's like, but we gotta put that aside. All those... They're not real people. And... <laughs> We work on this climate thing because they're the world's largest polluter. You know what it sounds like, like to me, Adam. No offense, but it sounds like some fucking commie gobbledygook. <laughs> no oh, <laughs> it's a bunch of commie gobbledygook. What is this? <laughs> it's like it's fine. The genocide's fine. 
Hong Kong no. democracy represent. It's yeah, cool no, in light like, of them working with us on global climate initiatives. No, a liar. She's a liar, and obvious there. Because the thing is, she listed all all the things that you would normally object to, and then so like, she's addressing the things. Well, you know, addressing addressing the things, and then you know, planting the idea that she's she's considered those ideas before like climate change. Which okay, whatever. Even if you were on board with that, you would. I don't know. Like I said. Why would you work together with the world's largest climate pollutant? Like, why would you work together? Because if we're going to get change, polluter? we're going to have to get them on board, Adam. And that's why we have to Who overlook is, genocide. Who's, like, their position has, and them and India have, like, their official positions are, no, we're exempt from this because you guys had a head start with industrialization, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's weird because then you get this, you get this strange like break yeah. in like leftist ideology when because uh, then it's like what is it like a uh oppress it was what is it called it's like racial environmentalism or something isn't that well, i'm i'm i don't know because once again it sounds it's, like a bunch of commie gobbledygook to me it is this is what it i'm is, saying but it's like it's like they're, they're basically, the, she's basically the saying that we have to overlook their genocide so that they'll get on board with cutting greenhouse gas emissions first because obviously not, we can trust the country that's committing genocide and widespread oppression to stick to their deal to restrict their greenhouse gas emissions. Is that the is that the uh, the leverage? We we won't talk no, about the genocide if you. They're just yeah. idiots. They're, they're, like, if we give if we give them everything we want, Neville Chamberlain style, they'll do what we want them to do too. It's a give and take relationship. If we give the horrifying, murderous, authoritarian tyranny, you know, a, a little a little pass on genociding Uyghurs. They'll get on board when it comes to putting some solar panels up in Beijing. What? If they take the Rhineland, you know, that's cool. That was German territory to begin with, man. Poland? Ah, uh, you know. It's, uh, it's maybe a bridge too far, but we're not going to actively invade Germany over that. Ah, they've taken all of Western Europe. <laughs> okay, okay. No, we're still not going to get over there yet. <laughs> France fell in six weeks. Oh. So, I can tell you how this is going to go. China is emboldened by the lack of response, waffling, and limp-wristed... <laughs> responses to the things that they do and they believe yes. that they have leverage and an upper hand to do whatever they want including commit genocide without so much as a sanction they'll take Taiwan what do you think five years it's They've been laying the groundwork the last five, so I don't know, soon. And they will expand their influence into the South China Sea. I don't know, because they have a really bad relationship with the other Southeast Asian countries. So I don't know how that's going to go. Yeah, they're only, they're, I mean, traditionally their only friend is like, North Korea, and if you were to count them as like an ally, they—they're <laughs> crazy. They, 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 they aren't friends like, either. That's like a, a crazy growth that China just has to deal with. <laughs> yeah, even Vietnam, even Vietnam, whom they aided in the war against us, they—they invaded. They tried <laughs> to invade uh, after we left, and they got pushed back. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, Battle-hardened veterans against the, the Vietnam, uh, against the American Army. Yeah. 
So, I don't know. But they're emboldened and expansionistic. And, I don't know, Mongolia, Afghanistan, Turkmenistan. They could just go. They could go west. Wait, an expansionistic and emboldened East Asian country? No one's going to put them in check? Sounds familiar. Well, I don't know. Someone might. Because apparently, since we're not stepping up to the plate, Japan's decided that they need to get their, their house in order. Ooh. Japan begins a nationwide large-scale military drill for the first time since the Cold War. 100,000 nice. personnel, 200,000 vehicles, and 120 aircraft will join the drills. Japan said, I don't like the sound of this Nancy Pelosi stuff. I don't like the sound of all this stuff. We can't rely on the Americans to protect us. They're selling out the state secrets and stuff. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they, they, did you see what happened in Afghanistan? They're a train wreck. Well, we better get our stuff in order, friends. Hey, last time Japan and China had a fight. It didn't go so good for the Chinese guys. But that was a while ago. They're different places now. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is this is World War Three. This is what's happening right now. Because Japan's not just gonna let this happen. They don't get along with the Chinese. India and Pakistan aren't gonna let China start rolling into Afghanistan. There you go. That's all you need. You get North Korea and China. You get Japan. India. Pakistan. Oh, that's fun. That's going to be a fun war. I can't wait. I'm just glad I'm old enough to avoid the draft. Sadly, they opened it up to ladies, so mommies might get groped into that fiasco. Have they opened it up, or you basically like that they will open it up? I'm pretty sure I heard there was an announcement that they were opening it up, but I have no idea. Yeah. What do I know? I'm just an unhinged pundit. I thought men were just the resources drain, not women. Oh, Adam. I think that this is just one more thing that tells us that we need... We need to make sure that we're teaching history to people. Because if not, someone might get a nearly million (laughs) signatures to build a statue honoring the man who killed Hitler. That is exactly why you need to teach history and you need to learn history. Because yeah, we do. We need to honor that guy. That's the guy I want to honor. The guy who killed Hitler. Don't ask any more questions, please. I wouldn't dream of it. Here's my signature. I can't wait to see that new statue. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> oh, man. Hey guys, the joke is that Hitler committed suicide. He killed Hitler. The statue <laughs> would be of Hitler. <laughs> oh, so ridiculous. Oh, 923,618 signatures in support of this initiative. And you know all of them were trolls. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Oh. Speaking of. <laughs> oh, I came across this fun meme and that reminded me of that. So there's a little history lesson for you. I don't know, because some people seem to uh, be crying Hitler Wojak emoji in the replies. Talking about, everybody's making up stuff that Hitler said. He never said this. Hitler was cool, man. Don't say he wasn't cool. Nazis are cool. And they're not. They're not. <laughs> No, dirty socialists. Yeah. Himmler had scientists take undertake excavations of prehistoric sites. And Hitler had commented, Why do we call the whole world's attention to the fact that we have no past? It isn't enough that the Romans were erecting great buildings when our forefathers were still living in mud huts. Now Himmler is <laughs> starting to dig up these villages of mud huts and enthusing over every pot shard and stone axe he finds. How we prove by that is 
is that we were still throwing stone hatchets and crashing around open fires with grease and rum. It already reached the highest stage of culture. We really should do our best to keep quiet about this pest. Instead, Himmler <laughs> makes a great fuss about it all. The present day Romans must be having a laugh at these revelations. Absurd. <laughs> Remarkably well done. I don't I don't know what to think. It's <laughs> <laughs> excellent Bojack meme. We have the old Roman centurion along with Mussolini giving the Wojak smirk. You got crying Wojak Hitler and soy Jack Himmler. So amazed. <laughs> Charts and stone axes. He's that was good. Oh, that was my favorite meme of the week, by far. Oh. But to wrap things up, we've got ice teas, ice cold fact of the week. Ice cold fact. I am no longer giving anyone the benefit of the doubt. You are what you show me. Joe Biden, you murderous <laughs> bastard. <laughs> All right. And that's our show for the week. Really hope you enjoyed it. Adam, did you have anything you'd like to add here at the end of the show for Adam's hour? <laughs> I, I do not. I don't have anything to add right now. Alright folks, that was our show We really hope you enjoyed it And if you did, smash like Subscribe to our channel Share this video with all of your friends out there Who might really enjoy this content As much as I know you do You can follow us on social media Our social media handles are on the page There's at Adam S. Furman At Zachary W. Underscore Clark and at triggered underscore media. All right, folks. This brings us to the close of another great episode of Trigger.